Good afternoon. My name is Manuel Gomez. I serve as Vice Chancellor for Student Affairs here at the University of California, Irvine. And uh, for our beautiful um, um, evening, I would like to uh, have you join me in welcoming His Holiness, the 14th Dalai Lama, onto the stage. Please join me in welcoming him. my honor and my pleasure to be able to welcome you on behalf of Chancellor Cicerone and our campus and to thank each and every one of you for joining us this afternoon for this incredible forum with His Holiness the Dalai Lama. I also know that you had to negotiate an incredible traffic jam that occurred outside, uh, security clearances and the rest. So we will be having a few more guests joining us as they're coming through, uh, through that process. Um, this event represents the culmination of an entire day of exchanges and episodes of mutual enlightenment around the interrelated themes of ethics and leadership. From the morning, our morning session here held at the Bren, which involved more than 5,000 young students, leaders from junior high, high school, and universities in the surrounding area, to our luncheon, hosting more than 125 business and academic leaders from across the United States, Europe, and South America. And now, to this extraordinary, beautiful public forum. The Dalai Lama has been so gracious enough with us to help us begin what we conceive of as a long-term initiative focused on mindfulness and compassionate leadership. Whether it be to discuss the role of ethics in the classroom or ways to foster more mutually beneficial practices in the global economy, this day has been dedicated to a shared recognition that if we truly want peace, then we must all participate actively in envisioning and creating peace. Before introducing His Holiness, Before introducing His Holiness, I want to take a few moments to thank all of the individuals and organizations involved in the success of this day. This forum would not have been possible without the combined vision of many individuals and organizations. The sheer diversity of viewpoints and perspectives has given this event both a depth and a relevance that is reflected in its timeliness 
and its breadth of participation. From business leaders to educational leaders to community leaders to youthful leaders, the partners in this process have strengthened the reciprocal relationships among all of our local interests. There are just too many individuals to thank and name personally, but I would like to acknowledge the work of a few organizations and you, the individuals, know who you are as well as your individual names will appear at the close of our forum on these screens. But I'd like to acknowledge the work of the Dalai Lama Foundation based in San Francisco. I'd like to also thank the Spirit in Business Incorporated. I'd like to also thank our partner educational institutions, including Cal State University at Fullerton, Chapman University, Soka University, and the Orange County Department of Education, as well as the Orange County Human Relations Commission and the Bowers Museum of Cultural Arts in Santa Ana, California. I must also acknowledge the wonderful and supportive staff of the Office of Tibet in New York and the work of all of our members of our coordinating committee. All of their names, once again, will appear in the screens at the close of this forum. For everyone who contributed to this event, we thank you for all of your contributions to this collaborative venture to further the goal of ethical and compassionate leadership at home and across the globe. And we especially want to thank all of you, each and every one of you who are here in the audience today and have come this afternoon to hear His Holiness the Dalai Lama share his thoughts unethical self-awareness and personal transformation. For those of us who work in education, this is a particularly welcome subject as we struggle to remain an open and inclusive community, inviting differences of opinion within a shared dedication to intellectual freedom and a search for common truth. We see our mission as not only one of research and teaching, but also of leadership development for students who will one day become our society's next generation of educators, doctors, artists, business leaders, scientists, and all other manner of civic leaders. Among our highest goals is to foster self-awareness in our students along with the means. He's making jokes now. I've gone too long. Share a wealth of ethical comp and and I want to say this and compassionate approaches to our most basic human challenges. Please join me once again in anticipating the wonderful sharing of wisdom from His Holiness the Dalai Lama. Thank you very much. Brothers and sisters, uh, I'm extremely happy to be here with you on uh, occasion 
interact. Uh, I think mainly through question and answer. Sometimes through question and answer, I also learn some new things or new ideas. So helpful, so useful. Uh, then perhaps some may uh, get some so new say, ideas. So I'm very happy and I would like to thank the Vice-Chancellor and all the concerned people who sort of due to his, I mean, due to their effort on this meeting now take place. So this light too strong. <laughs> so uh, this uh, very useful, very helpful. Please don't think I'm advertising uh, University of California, Irvine. <laughs> So, hmm, the, the topic, of course, uh, I consider very important in our life because uh, that is, I mean, ethics is the most important factor for happy life or stable life. Uh, <clears throat> but then, my English, the vocabulary uh, not adequate. And in fact, getting older, my English also getting older. Mm. So my English needs some stick way. Because I did crutches. Oh. So suppose his, my English sort of crutches. Walking stick, yeah. Or walking stick. So the point, uh, although we, everyone, have the potential to develop inner strength, inner strength with the right kind of attitude, then uh, your life be a good one, meaningful, purposeful. Without inner strength, your life, whenever you feel, whenever you face some problems, 
even a small problem because your insight weak so then difficult to face result much more frustration and eventually uh, more problems is happen so the inner strength is very very crucial but at the same time sometimes over self confidence and some kind of blind inner strength may lead disasters so inner strength with the right kind of attitude combined i think then their life becoming more meaningful we everyone have that potential but the potential alone may not be sort of effective so we must what is it strengthen these things so that means transformation uh, but transformation through awareness transformation uh, not through outside sort of uh, or say force uh, now here you see the, uh, the the ethical uh see the i mean transformation according to the ethical uh, sort of thing uh i mean possible only possible uh, through some kind of volunteer attitude no one can force to develop these ethical things so they use human intelligence analyze the situation and long term and short term or say the consequences that's the way to develop clears or realization this thing that thing is something good and with that awareness eventually develop conviction and conviction then bring real transformation with conviction certain things make familiarize right and through that way uh real transformation will take place so transformation through awareness the another word something like training of mind now ethical thing mainly related with emotion or mental attitude uh they like uh external thing the poisons the kasoda medicines or some good things for our health for our as a life some are good some are bad 
So first important thing is analyze what is good for us, what is bad. Then the, the, those negative things or harmful things try to get rid of. The positive thing deliberately increase. So similarly, in inner world, in our mind, or in other words, I think particularly the one part of our mind is emotion. Now, there, there are a lot of varieties. So some emotions are very harmful, even health. Huh? Even for health. Uh, even for health. Uh, some emotion very positive. For example, hatred, ill feeling. Uh, not only disturb your peace of mind, your calm mind, but eventually very bad for our health. Uh, then uh, affectionate sort of emotion, uh, sense of caring, sense of concern or compassion, very strong feeling, with, very, with strong feeling. These are another kind of emotion. But these emotions very good for us because these emotions firstly bring self-confidence or some kind of inner strength. So that automatically reduces fear and also the compassionate attitude opens our inner door and through that way we can easily communicate with other fellow human beings, not only human beings, even to animals. So as a result, your surrounding way, uh, more positive, more friendly attitude. If you remain with full hatred, then impossible to create affectionate atmosphere. Even animal, if you remain so angry, uh, or always shouting, always sort of, what's it, a rough sort of attitude, and even animal also run away. Uh, that's what, therefore, uh, although we want friend. Sometimes we human beings find uh, among fellow human beings difficult to share, uh, uh, share one's own sort of what's today difficulties. Uh, but as a human being, as a living being, the need to 
to, to I don't know, to someone who sort of share our feeling. So sometimes uh, we find animal <laughs> more sort of close friend uh, among ourselves, among human human being, always fight. But one dog, or one cat, or one birds, we do uh, <laughs> like that. Uh, so even better among our fellow human being, uh, who you can sort of really share problems or happiness, things like that. So that only possible if you open your own for your for your own heart. Even sometimes the other uh, may not respond properly, but that doesn't matter. As far as one's own sight create the possibility of the atmosphere. So, so therefore, compassionate attitude, I think, really brings a positive atmosphere. So, these emotions are uh, useful, helpful, and as a result of physical also, I think the the elements of the body then works properly, normally. Result, your health can sustain. Even sleep, no need a sleeping pill, no need tranquilizer, doesn't it? So, uh, so these uh, emotions are very positive and some emotions are very uh, destructive so make distinction uh, with awareness of that kind of what's the reality then accordingly uh, we should develop certain sort of uh, what's the uh, approach these positive emotion deliberately try to increase. We can train. Even animal. Their intelligence, compare human intelligence, much limited. But within that limitation, they can train. And we, we have this marvelous intelligence, power of analyzation, right? power of thinking, and also powerful memory. Therefore, uh, with help of intelligence, uh, in conviction, we can develop, we can strengthen, we can increase this positive emotion. And then negative emotion, certainly part of our life, part of our mind, part of our life. Uh, Still, once we realize some of these uh, harmful emotions are bad and harmful, then that kind of recognition itself makes differences. Usually, 
we simply do not bother with these uh, different emotions. We consider these are part of, I mean, uh, natural sort of experiences. Uh, if we really believe, if we really sort of live at the natural, uh, natural level, then education is result of our effort, not by nature. <laughs> A, B, C, D, these are men's creation. Uh, then years, years study. Uh, then new knowledge come, uh, not by nature, but by effort. So awareness, or uh, knowledge through effort can increase. Similarly, emotion also can increase some of these positive emotions through sort of effort, through training. Uh, so these, uh, I feel, these positive emotion, uh, this in a way, I feel realistic. These positive sort of emotion are, as a day, uh, their, I mean, their attitude is more suit with reality. The negative emotion uh, I, 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 I think I, we can say unrealistic. I think one reason the uh, sense of concern of caring. Other need or appreciate sense of concern, sense of caring. If you uh, show your genuine sense of caring, sense of concern, right, this uh, gives them some relief some pleasant experience. That brings closer friendship, harmony. We are social animals. Friendship, harmony is by nature very important. One single person, no matter how strong or powerful, cannot survive lonely. That's social animal. The, the indication of the social animal threat. Yeah. So, anger, fighting, violence, disunite, destroy friendship. So, the affectionate attitude goes according to reality. And also, I think another way to look the negative emotion such as hatred essentially very narrow-minded very 
있을까? What's it? Very narrow. Very narrow focus. Very narrow focus. Anger, like anger, need one particular target. That target, I think, essentially, although there may be some basis, but when about development, but anger about develop, then our emotion or our mind much exaggerated. So the mental projection, right? Uh, so actually not reality. So create false reality. Then become something independent, absolute target. Then want to hit on it. So that's unrealistic. And another thing, the, I mean, for example, so-called enemy, Enemy uh, not happen instantly, right? Instantly. Uh, or single cause, but there are many causes and conditions. But when we uh, when we develop anger, uh, we do not see the all other uh, factors, all other causes and conditions. But we just pick up, pick up one target. So, uh, so again, become clear: the hatred is unrealistic. The things make too simple, so simple, right? Because when you one of the interesting things things about these extreme emotions, the destructive ones such as anger or hatred, is that they have a tendency to really objectify whatever its focus is and really create a kind of a single-pointed target. So, <clears throat> and for example, in reality, when, you, um, when, when an you know, incident occurs, that incident may have many different factors underlying it, but when we react strongly and negatively towards that, we totally ignore the complexity of the situation, but rather choose only one target and direct all our intensity of emotion against it. And that way of re reacting is, in fact, contrary to the actual reality. So when anger about to develop, uh, a person then try to look that same object but more holistic way, then anger find a little difficult. Uh, anger cannot find absolute target when you look holistic. So, uh, I believe that these positive emotions, what we call ethical, these things 
are something realistic, something useful with reasons. The negative emotions without reason. Simply, uh, negative emotions on the whole tend to be impulsive. They arise primarily out of certain habit, habituation. So I think uh, we can say, I think, the, those emotions or strong feeling uh, which, uh, what is it, solid reasons or validated reasons, and these, generally speaking, positive, constructive. Those emotions, no solid basis, but much exaggerated in your own imagination. These are negative emotions. So, what the proper way transformation of our attitude is analyze, knowing the fact or the reality and long-term, short-term consequences. And through that way, you get deeper awareness or some of these emotions are bad, harmful. So, I will... Um, once you have that kind of clear conviction about the destructive nature of many of these negative emotions, then its immediate impact would be on your part to never to uh, willingly embrace them. There will be an ability to, to keep a distance. And on the other hand, those emotions which you recognize to be constructive and positive, these, there will be a willingness on your part to further develop them and enhance them. So this uh, also we call motivation. Uh, ethical attitude. Uh, And that, I say, Sobhana. And, and what I say, Kanda, Tinijikita Kunung, Chikeshe, Enningan Anjata Chawa, Chimi Chawa, Rigdamina Mongsa Yungurite, Tiedi, Kunun Tingwane Kinichimena, and it has a positive action Chodua. So once you have that kind of basic outlook on these different range of emotions, and then you, on the basis of cultivating the positive emotions within yourself, and then whatever actions that you may engage in, so long as they are motivated by these underlying constructive emotions, these we can call ethical or, or uh, ethically sound actions. Like different human activities or human actions uh, as in the field of economy, environment, politics, religion, education, law, science, so on. I think 
key factor whether these different activities becoming constructive or destructive much depend on prime motivation. Even religious teaching motivated by negative emotion sometimes become destructive. Other hand, warfare, of course, very bad, but still, uh, even warfare carried with moral principle, compassionate attitude. That means even war humanized is much, uh, much less destruction. Warfare, too much mechanized, without human sort of as a feeling, then more dangerous. So therefore, the everyday our action, I think, the uh, very much sort of that. Um, given that um, the, the role of human uh, motivation is so crucial in all the various human activities, uh, whether it be science, politics, religion, and, and so on, um, what this indicates to my mind is that uh, it, in, it indicates how important the role of ethics or morality is in all the various human activities. So when we say the moral ethics uh, should not, uh, should not uh, feel this is religious matter. No, as I mentioned earlier, I think moral ethics one level more realistic approach towards our life, towards world, towards every problem. I think that's ethics, I feel. Then, of course, another level, ethics, uh, involve religious faith. That also, if we, if we look closely, the various different religious traditions, all talks about uh, love, compassion, forgiveness, self-discipline, contentment, these things. These are uh, the important human values. Uh, human values. So, different religious tradition, I mean, the main purpose of religious tradition uh, simply strengthening these basic human values that utilize different concepts concept of God, concept of karma, so on. So, different philosophy. But all main purpose of these different uh, philosophy or different way of approach is to strengthen, to increase these basic human values. So naturally, all different religious traditions have potential to help to increase or to, to sustain 
these extreme values. So therefore, perhaps I think uh, some kind of uh, some relations here. Uh, we, those people who believe faith, who accept uh, any kind of religious tradition, then I think the first human value as well, at, at first way. And then religious faith. Religious faith support these human values. So sometimes we opposite religious faith more important than human value. Then uh, sometimes uh, religion also become another source of human suffering. So therefore, the, I think it's important to realize all the religious sort of uh, traditions, their main aim is to help humanity, to serve humanity. How? Not just sort of change faith, no, but increase this basic human value. Then I think uh, a genuine religious harmony also can uh, develop on that kind of attitude, on that kind of awareness. So that is about the self-awareness and personal transformation. Now question and answer. <laughs> so if you have some sort of uh, different questions, that the truth that After sort of my presentation, if you have some doubt, then please write. Uh, please, uh, if you have some questions, then write down. Then someone can uh, can collect. So any uh, sort of what's it? Your doubt or argument or disagreement or criticism, most welcome. <laughs> that I think a proper way to test whether these my topic really have Kasoda profound foundation or not. If my topic, my belief, profound foundation, then further question, further answer. <laughs> <laughs> if my belief is something superficial, then more questions, more questions, then my answer automatically become vague. Vague. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Good morning. 
I'm Sharon Stone. Thank you very much. I'm here to help you thank His Holiness, the 14th Dalai Lama, for being here with us today. It's such um, an extraordinary thing that we all have the extreme good luck to be in the presence of Your Holiness today. Last night I was thinking about what it must be like to be you, Your Holiness. <laughs> Not that I would know, but, you know, I'm an actor. I think about these things. And to have that kind of destiny. Because it's not like you're, hey, I'm the 12th Dalai Lama, and I'm staying in my country of Tibet, and having that karma. It's, hey, I'm the 14th Dalai Lama, and I'm exiled from my country, and I have that karma. And as His Holiness told you, that's a big deal. I'm exiled, I'm 40 years traveling around the world, and accepting that karma. Which says, we all have our destiny. Even His Holiness has His destiny. What is of the most extraordinary value is with how much integrity we meet our destiny. Even His Holiness has to take His greatest challenge and meet it with His greatest destiny, His greatest integrity. No matter what your greatest sadness may be, your greatest challenge, your greatest hardship, your destiny may be set, it may not be easy, but it's up to you to say, how much integrity do I have today? Do I have the integrity to say, I will be compassionate? I will be loving? I have had the great good fortune of having His Holiness path meet mine. When I was your age, I had many challenges. But we didn't have computers. And... Not that I know how to turn on one now, because I'd be lying. I don't even know how to get the VCR to stop going 12, 12, 12, because I don't. But, and certainly, His Holiness didn't come to my school. But He's at my school now. And my school is the school of compassion. My school is the school of love. Someone once told me change can take, the preparation for change can take forever, but change takes a second. I ask you that today is that second that change happens. Because today, your karma is sitting here. Today, the choice of integrity of His Holiness has met your moment of change, your possibility that your 
opportunity of integrity, no matter what your destiny may have been, no matter how difficult that choice may be, no matter how much of a hard time you may be getting, how difficult your relationship may be with your parents, your friends, your teacher, with yourself, that you have an opportunity here that's immense that this being, this human, this very human holy person who has a huge, huge, courageous life to live, like the president is, what, four years? If we can possibly do that. Not eight. <laughs> okay, I'm not supposed to do that. I'm not supposed to be political, but you have choices, is what I'm saying. You have choices to make. You have choices of integrity. You have choices of looking in and saying, I get to pick who I am. I get to pick what I want. I get to manifest my destiny in the face of difficulty. Make choices. Make change. Be your best destiny. You can get on the web. You can go to Dalai Lama Foundation. You can thank Dr. Manuel Gomez, who took his... Yeah, go ahead, thank him. Because he was a kid in school who said, I want to be a different person. I want to change the world. And he changed all of your worlds. You can be just like that. You can change people's worlds. You can be anything you want to be. Anything. Just like His Holiness did. Just like Dr. Gomez did. Any one of you in here can make this moment of change, that place in your road of your destiny, that opportunity to take this karmic explosion to your future. Make this page in the book of your life somewhere you're going to always want to leave a bookmark of pride. Thank you. Hey, yeah, yeah. Thank you. 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 Thank you.